morning, everybody. How's your morning going? I woke up to a little bit of unexpectedness in our user group. Um, uh, you know, occasionally we have a post that other people find uh, uh, objectionable. And, um, you know, I don't think this one was done maliciously. I think that we, especially now, need to take time to understand different perspectives. So, um, you know, I, as you're going through your day, you know, I'm just going to start this off right off the bat with that. As you're going through your day, understand that everybody has their own struggle they're going through, their own perspectives. Um, and uh, before we attack anybody for things they say or do, um, take time to understand that we don't always do things that even we like for ourselves, right? And we do things that, uh, you know, taken out of context might seem bad. So, uh, you know, give, like, have a conversation is what I would say. Converse with somebody. If you don't agree with them, uh, don't attack. Seek first to understand. One of the best pieces of advice I ever read in a book. Um, all right, so going forward, uh, let's get into first the meme of the day. Let's lighten it up. I like this one. I might actually try this. Being quarantined is so boring, so I made this Bloody Mary this morning to take the edge off. I might actually try this. We got a little little pizza in there. Looks like some chicken wings, some onion rings, pickles, and maybe an Italian hoagie. Um, oh, French fries. There's French fries on there too. That uh, you know. <laughs> I might do that one of these days. Um, now, I did uh, yesterday finally make that lasagna. Uh, I cheated a little bit. I, 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 you know, I sauteed ground beef and onion and garlic and, and uh, Italian sausage, but I used uh, jarred spaghetti sauce, which cut about an hour and a half out of my time. So, uh, you know, just trying to be practical. I uh, found some, some 99 cent grocery store brand marinara. Uh, last week, and um, it was better than I expected, especially with the added uh, stuff. It was pretty good. Uh, but my boys had their first lasagna ever last night, and it was really, really good. Um, I, I didn't know what to expect. I used the no-boil noodles, uh, which made it a little bit harder because they're hard when you're putting them down, so you can't, you know, you can't like break them as easily to get them to fit right. So, uh, but. I was afraid when I put it in the oven. When I took it out of the oven, I was even more afraid. But it came out really good. The boys loved it. My wife even liked it. You know, the 100% Italian loved it. And so, um, you know, I was pretty satisfied with it. And I was up all night with indigestion. So that's why I don't eat lasagna. Um, so, yeah, I got like three hours of sleep last night. Um and I all we we did before going to bed watch two episodes of Tiger King again. If you are not watching that show, wow, um, train wreck after train wreck. And it's funny, like you know, it, I see this, uh, I see this so very often. Uh, people create, people create their own problems. Um, this guy. So Siri is listening to me. Uh, but um, this guy picked a fight with a woman who, um, you know, she, she may have been deserving of it. I don't know. But picked a fight with a woman. And uh, 
so then he ended up getting sued and losing everything. And he caused his own problem. Like he, he like, and it's, and it's, it, he's obviously not aware of it. He's obviously like, you know, there's something mentally wrong with this guy, but you see it in so many places, right? There's a, there's, there's a lot of, there's a lot of things where we, we create our own problems. Uh, I'm looking, it's funny. I have a quote I wrote on my whiteboard months ago. I was listening to music and there's a line in a, a, a song uh, our pain is self-chosen. And a lot of times uh, we are choosing our, like we're making a struggle in a place there doesn't need to be. Uh, and in fact, I'm, I'm thinking about, it just came up, you know, I came across a Mark Manson, the guy that wrote uh, The Subtle Art of Not Given and F. I came across his post today and I'm going to share it with you right now because uh, this is sort of like that. Uh, you may have boundaries issue <laughs> having a problem talking again. You may have boundary issues if you feel like you've taken, you've often get taken advantage of. Your emotions are easily manipulated. You're always defending yourself. You're always having to save people. You become overly emotionally invested in people too quickly. You hate drama yet always get stuck in the middle of it. Ooh people come straight to mind with that, right? I'm, I hate drama. I hate drama. Then why are you always in drama? <laughs> I have so many people I'm thinking about. Uh, you experience constant breakup reunion patterns in relationships. Um, you might have boundaries issues if, and I know I've had my fair share of boundary issues, um, but, you know, again, we're recreating problem after problem. And that can't happen. We've got to get over it. Building self-awareness is how we do that. Consistently looking at how we feel, why we feel, where our attention is going, what we appreciate, stop dwelling on the negative, stop dwelling on things we can't control, like focusing on moving forward and growing ourselves. That's how we stop a lot of this stuff. And that's what this is all about. Good morning, Helen. Good morning, Carrie. Good morning, Mary, Kathy, Diana, Stacy, Sheila. Good morning, all of you. Thank you for joining me. I appreciate it. Um, so one thing I want to step off, uh, I did a, a live session yesterday, um, and it's up on my LinkedIn, and I'll, I'll probably cross post it on the Defined Life page. I know a lot of people that use our book are contract employees, 1099 employees, small business owners. Uh, you know, sole proprietors, like there's a lot of different business people using Define My Day. You guys qualify for an economic injury disaster loan from the SBA. So um, look into it. If you are not a, uh, a W-2 employee with a company, um, look into this disaster loan uh, because you might be eligible for grant money and you may be eligible for a loan to help carry you through um, whatever we're going through for the next couple of months. Um, it's complicated, uh, but um, you know, again, if you're if you're a if you're a you know a gig worker, somebody that's you know if you're a contract employee for other companies, you qualify. Uh, if you if you make your own money, you qualify for this most likely. Uh, there's also pay, paycheck protection uh, loans. 
that companies can apply for to cover paychecks for the next eight weeks, whether they have people working or not. The goal is to keep employees until we come out of this. So in the keep employees staying home. So companies aren't saying like, you have to come into work. If you want to get paid, you have to come into work. So then people stay home, still get paid and companies, um, uh, you know, get reimbursed for these loans uh, if as long as they keep their employees. So if you are an employee and your employer is not offering uh, a paycheck, you may want to have a discussion as to why. Um, any company under 500 employees would qualify that as long as they had payroll last year. And they have to prove a couple of things. There's some paperwork involved with it, but it's worth it. So a lot of things going on. A lot of things people don't understand. Banks don't even understand uh, the current situation. So, you know, try to stay informed, uh, take care of yourself out there and stay home. I mean, we're getting some numbers, numbers coming out yesterday, a hundred to 250,000 people are probably going to die by the end of this. That's a big number. And we can minimize that by staying home and not doing anything stupid. I mean, it's really down to that point. I mean, there's no debating this anymore. Uh, we got to stay home. Uh, good morning. Slow progress is progress. Good morning, Janice. Good morning, Amy. Uh, finally made one of the 10 a.m. sessions, 7 a.m. here. Thanks for choosing 10. You're welcome. That's why we did it. Um, I, I, this would actually be easier for me earlier in the day, but I know our uh, California people, um, you know, I didn't want to make you get up at five in the morning. So, um, you know, we do, we, we do try to help you guys out. Um, it's funny. I, you know, there's one person I always keep in mind because she always tried to make the sessions really early in the morning. Uh, last year when we were doing them, uh, they were like, they were at, uh, Oh, I was trying to do them at like eight o'clock or something in the morning on uh, Saturdays. And she would always say, I'm here or I missed it, but I'm watching later. You know, try to do it later if you can. And when I started doing it later, I've never seen her again. <laughs> she disappeared on me right when I was like, she was the person I had in mind the whole time. Oh, well. Uh, but anyway, so, um, you know, uh, yeah, yeah. So anyway, uh, you know, one of the things I think we need to keep in mind with all of this um, you know, and staying home, uh, you know, in the, in the, I think perspective and empathy are pretty big right now and understanding that regardless of what we want to do, right. Regardless of what we want to do, uh, for ourselves, whether it's go outside, hang out, be social. Uh, and some of us might feel an actual like need to do that, to be healthy. Um, you know, we have to look outside of ourselves and look that, you know, we're protecting our healthcare workers. We're protecting the people that are more vulnerable. And to be honest with you, I don't want to come down with this either. So, you know, if I can avoid it or put it off for as long as possible, I'm going to do that. Um, so, you know, I think it's a matter of be, being uh, empathetic. And then also for the people that continue to go outside, I'm trying to be empathetic. I'm trying to look at it from their perspective. Um, it's incredibly hard for me. Uh, and sometimes I just want to shake them. But, you know, I, it's... Uh, it's it's a difficult situation and a lot of people are dealing with it in their own ways and hopefully we can all get on the same page very soon. Uh, the numbers are absolutely scary, Carrie. <laughs> Sounds silly when I say it that way. Uh, scary, Carrie. Um, anyhow, so uh, I wanted to today talk about overwhelm um, because, you know, a lot of people get overwhelmed in the Define My Day process. A lot of people get overwhelmed in life in general. And this came to me as my wife and I were talking about it because she's overwhelmed with the amount of stuff we have to do before we move because we're still supposed to be moving into a new house in a couple of weeks. 
And we have a lot to do. You know, we're still trying to run a business. We're still trying to take care of the kids. We're now sort of homeschooling them. Uh, and we have to pack and we have to live. And if something happens, the closing gets pushed back, then we have to live in a place we've packed everything. So it's, it's a little weird. Um, and so it's easy to get overwhelmed when you have like all of the stuff that you have to do. It's easy to be overwhelmed. So, and that's why we break it into chunks. That's why we use the process we do with Define My Day where you, you define your, your monthly goals and you break it into weekly chunks. And it's not easy to understand. It's not easy to forecast that out, especially in the very beginning. But once you get into a rhythm and, and, and you know, through a couple of months, you sort of understand it a little bit better and you're better, better able to forecast it out. You, you probably mess it up a little bit in the beginning and, and maybe you don't schedule enough and maybe you break it into too small of a chunk or maybe you may try to bite off more than you can chew. And those are all things you figure out. But as you're going through the process, you know, you want to understand the full scope of things that you have to do. You know, that, that, that exercise we do where we like spitball everything that needs to be done either in the next month or the next year, the next quarter, however you break it down. And then you kind of like break down what you want to address in, in what order. And, you know, if, you, if you're constantly looking at the big picture, of course, it's going to be overwhelming. You have to, at some point, bring it into like, what's my next step, right? I mean, if you constantly look at the marathon you have to run, it's going to be overwhelming. You have to focus on just getting outside and running a mile, you know? It, so take those small steps. Sheila talks about it every day. Small steps, small steps. Only focus on the step you need to take today. And if you keep your head down, right? If you keep, just keep moving forward, then you, it, you, when you pick your head up again, you know, whether it's a couple days later, even a couple hours later, depending on like what we're focusing on here, you find yourself down the road and you go, oh, okay, good. Tomorrow I can take more steps or next week I'm going to continue on, right? Like, so don't constantly look at the gigantic elephant you have to eat. Just one bite at a time, one step at a time, whatever metaphor you want to use. Don't always look at the big thing. And my wife and I were talking about it this weekend. Like we can't constantly look at the entire house we have to pack. Eventually we have to go into one closet and pack that closet, right? You have to open one drawer and pack that drawer full of clothes. So, you know, all of the things that need to be done, pick one and just do it. And don't worry about everything else. And the more you chip away, the less things pile up on you and the less overwhelmed you'll feel. You'll have a history of progress to look back on and say, well, I actually did a lot. And you'll have momentum. You'll have that forward momentum and direction. So you have proof that it works or proof that you're working. You'll have momentum to keep you going forward. You'll have the kind of like that momentum habit. And when you take stock, when you take a, a look back and take a look at that list of things that you have to do, you'll say, I did 20% of it. That's a big amount, right? Or I did 80% of it. Oh my goodness, right? So don't, don't continuously look at the entire 
amount of things you have to do. Today, I'm doing this. I know there's a much bigger component. Today, I'm doing this. This is my priority today, right? And then when that's done, tomorrow I have this, right? And if we take it into yesterday's discussion about time blocking, you can see where you can spend your time. And you can time block your next three weeks if you want. You can time block every day. Time block your obligations, time block your priorities, time block your sleep, your leisure, your Netflix binges, time block all of it. And get you can color code it if you want. Get creative, get crazy. But you'll understand where you're going. And the, the, the cool thing that happens when you do that, when you schedule it out into the future, your brain lets it go. This came out of that uh, Roy Bowmeister book, uh, Willpower, right? When you schedule something out, your brain will let it go and you won't stress out about it and you won't get anxiety about it because you know, I'm doing this on July 11th. I don't have to think about it again until July 11th. So try it out. I have this gigantic thing I need to do, whatever project you have, right? I have this whole project. Fine. I get it. It's big, huge. How am I going to do it? I can do one thing today. I'll do it in the next step tomorrow. I'll do the next step after that, and I'll do the next step after that. Or you have something that's weighing on you that you need to accomplish, but you can't do it now. There's other things that are more important. So schedule it out. Readdress it. And maybe you need to kick it out again when you readdress it. You say, you know what? I still can't do it. I don't have time. But readdress it. Schedule it out May 1st. It's April 1st now. Can't worry about it through April. May, I'm going to see if maybe it's, it's, it's still important then. And if it is, you know, I'll work on it. If not, I'll kick it out another month, right? And so by doing that, you're giving yourself permission to quit thinking about it. And you want, it's one less thing weighing on your mind. And you can look at the other things that you do need to address right now, right? Um, the, yeah, Pamela, the little by little works. Good morning, Angel. I see you there too. Um, time, blocking, time blocking helps you avoid the distractions and keeps you focused. Absolutely. And, and Kathy, when you're, you know, and you and I have gone through this, right? I mean, we both are using this technique, uh, me, you know, on now off a, a week ago. Um, but you know, when something comes up and like, especially when you're an entrepreneur, like Kathy, I know you're a business owner. So when you, when something comes up and you're like, Oh, that's interesting. But when you've time blocked your time, you can say, well, wait a minute. Is it more interesting than this stuff that I already have scheduled? Is it more important than the stuff I have scheduled? So it keeps us like the, the entrepreneurial, like business owner types that are a lot of times we're, we're going for shiny objects. A lot of times you know, we're looking for opportunity and we get into the habit of looking for opportunity to the point where we're not finishing the things that we know are good for us. I, I, I'm that guy, right? I love like there's a plenty of opportunities I'd love to latch on to right now, but I need to focus on what is important right now, right? So I give myself an opportunity. When we, when we, when we did our planning in the beginning of this year, you know, we said Q3, you know, the third quarter is when we're going to even talk about this again. Now, with what's going on right now, that might be Q4. It might be Q3 2021. Who knows? You know, we just need to keep addressing it and see what happens. 
But when you time block, you can say, when distractions come up, you can say, well, no, I have more important things to do. This is, this is why, because if I engage in this thing that's not in my schedule, then I won't have time to do something on my schedule. So what am I going to give up? Am I comfortable giving that up? If not, then I need to be back on my schedule, right? And that helps you from being overwhelmed because you're not going to be adding things willy-nilly based on this feeling that you can handle it all and then find you're crushed under the weight of everything you decided you wanted to do. So when you have that, when you have that understanding of where your time and energy goes, you know, you don't have to, you can freely reject things that are not in your best interest. And that happens a lot when other people ask you to do things. You know, you can, when you don't have a clear understanding of your time and energy and the importance of what you need to do, when you don't have a, a real good direction, then other people can say, hey, can you do this for me? And you go, well, yeah, because I don't really have anything else that's really, well, you do, you're just not aware of it, right? So when somebody else asks you, and you have this feeling like, I don't want to do it. I can't do it. I know I have more important things to do. Okay, I can't really define it. So I'm going to go ahead and I'll do what you're asking me to do. But when you are clearly defined, when you are clearly defined in what you, where you need to be spending your time, and somebody says, hey, can you do this for me? You're so confident in saying, I'd love to. I really would. But I am booked today. Well, how about tomorrow? I actually... My next week, I have a lot of things I'm working on. And they might even say, well, no, no, you don't. And you can say, yeah, I do. And you can be confident in it and satisfied in it, right? You know, look, you're not going to make me feel bad because I have a good idea of where I need to be spending my time. When you say yes to one thing, you're saying no to an infinite other amount of other things in the future. So if I say yes to doing this thing for you, then I'm saying no to these priorities that I have out in the future. And that priority might even be going to the swimming pool with my kid. I'm making a choice when, when, when I'm allowing myself to be overwhelmed by things that don't matter. I am deciding to not do the things that are important to me that do matter. And not moving in the direction of what's important to you will make you feel overwhelmed. And will make you feel bad and anxious and depressed. So that's another reason why time blocking and understanding the important things and having that focus on what's going to make us fulfilled in our lives, why that's so important, why we do this every day. What's my priority today? How does it fit into my day? Why am I defining my day? Why am I defining my life? Because I am not going to be subject to the winds of change based on who says what and when and, and what's going on. I am going to navigate this course as best I can. And sure, right now, we have a major headwind. Right now, we are facing adversity. But when we have a direction, we can keep plowing through it. Have that direction. And then when some people come to you and say, I need to add this to your list of things to do. You can say, no, you're not. No, you are not. I got my own stuff. I got my own stuff to do. And it's important to me. And I'm not giving up a weekend with my kids at the swimming pool. Because that's important to me. 
in, in this thing you need me to do that's important to you, I understand and I, I, I wish I could help. But my kids are going to remember if I didn't spend that time with them. They're going to remember that dad wasn't around because dad had other things that he let creep into his life. That's not okay with me. And it happened many times in my life. It happened a lot. And, and play, I didn't even realize it was happening, but it was happening. And then one day you wake up and my kid's five years old and I'm going, what? What happened? I'm still, believe me, I'm still waking up and going, oh my God, he's almost 10. Where's his life going? But at least now I'm making decisions. And it still happens. Like, look, I, I, I've, I've said, like yesterday, we were supposed to work out together. Things came up. We didn't work out together. And I need to readjust and refocus my time and get back on the right page. It happens. But as long as I keep coming back to it and going, you know what? I don't like the fact that I didn't do that yesterday. I need to fix this. And maybe it can't happen today, but maybe tomorrow we need to do this. And I need to make a point. Right? And it happens with work. It happens with relationships. It happens everywhere. But the way to keep from being overwhelmed is to focus on what we need to be doing now and taking that step forward now because we get locked into this paralysis where we see the whole big picture constantly and we're standing there looking at it like, whoa, oh my God. And, and, then, you, and then you're so paralyzed by it, you, you can't do any of it. You can't move. The only way out of it is through it, Right? The only way out of it is by going like, okay, whoa, a lot of stuff. All right, I'm going to pick this one thing and do it today. I'm going to pick this other thing and do it tomorrow. And oh, I have time. I can put this other thing in there. And we start picking these little things out of this big thing. And all of a sudden, now this big thing is down here, right? And then maybe it's a month. Maybe it's two years. Who knows? But eventually, it's here. Meanwhile, because we have such a solid understanding of as we're doing this, we have such a solid understanding of our direction and purpose and such a solid understanding of our value of time and our energy and where we put it. Then we're also, so as we're chipping away things, we're also blocking other things, right? We're saying, nope, not going to do that. Nope, not going to do that. Nope, not going to buy that new iPhone because you know what? I got a purpose with my money now, right? No, I'm, you know what? I'm not going to go out Friday night because you know what? I need rest. I'm not going to I'm not going to work Friday night, but I need rest because t Saturday I'm going to get up and I'm going to exercise, right? Or, you know, I'm I'm not going to take on this new project at work because my priority is spending time with my kids. So, I'm not taking on this pre this project at work. I will have other opportunities in the future and I have other things I'm working on right now and I still want to be able to spend time with my kids, right? Or or I will take on that project at work because I've cleaned out my schedule of all this miscellaneous stuff that I've said no to, right? No, I'm not, I'm not coaching football next year. No, I'm not doing this. No, I'm not doing that. Can you tell them maybe I already thought about coaching football next year? Um, you know, all this stuff. No, I'm not doing that because, because I know I'm going to have a big project at work that I need to take care of, right? So I'm going to, I'm going to make sure that even six months from now, I'm making the right decisions that keep me going in the right direction. And I'm not going to get overwhelmed because I'm not taking on too much. 
while I'm also chipping away at the things I have decided to take care of in the appropriate portion every day because I'm time blocking and using define my day to focus on the things that really matter. Right? Cool. All right. Mary says, I made a list of items that need to be done, wrote them down, folded them up, put them in a jar, and we draw one to two out daily, and that's what we work on. That is awesome. That is awesome. Good for you. Good for you. I love that. So that's it. So I'm gonna I'm gonna head out today. Today's a hump day. Uh, I hope that it is a good one for you. Get over the hump. It's funny because I didn't even like I, I I had to think about what day it was before I uh, got out of bed this morning. Um, but I hope I hope you get through today. I hope you get through every day happy and healthy. Stay so, stay home. Stay safe. Uh, keep moving forward. And I will talk to you again tomorrow. Morning. Take care.